the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. Joining me now is Erica Sandberg. I'm Rob Black. I'm do a financial show, kind of dedicated to get people enough of a nest egg so they can live from age 60 to 100. That's my angle. That's my stick. Erica Sandberg, she's a credit expert. I first met you when you were working for Consumer Credit Counseling Services, SanFrancisco.org. A pretty good group that helps people get in way over their heads with credit. That's right. Yeah, no, there's a lot of benefits. And by the way, thank you for having me again, Rob. You don't have to say that. <laughs> so it's been a while. We're old so, friends. Yeah, we were very old. Well, not very old friends. Six, seven years now, I think. Oh, yeah. So it's we got an established relationship. Mm-hmm. So you're a credit goddess. We'll, we'll start with that. Um, and let's get to some phone calls, and then we're going to come back to Erica. And she's got a website. You can go look her up at ericasandberg.com. If you have any credit questions, jump at ericasandberg.com or call the show 800-345-5629. Let's start with Keith and Campbell. Keith? Yeah, hi there, Rob. Big fan of your show. Um, I've got a uh, few questions concerning my retirement portfolio. Go ahead. Uh, I recently signed up with a financial advisor, and I'm deciding whether to take his advice on my IRA uh, allocations. I classify myself as moderately aggressive, um, and he recommends a 50% stock portfolio, uh, 35% bond, 8% real estate, and 5% alternatives, and specifically he recommends commodities. Okay. Uh, I can give you some of the bots, some of the names that he's uh, selected. Can't, for can't really do that right here. Who's the financial advisor? What, what firm is he with? Ameriprise. Ameriprise. First and foremost, that's the problem, Keith. You're working with the lowest industry standard. Um, Ameriprise once was part of American Express. Ultimately, what happens, Keith, is let's say you decide, what do you, what do, you do for a living? I'm an engineer. You're, let's say you say, I want to become a financial planner or a financial advisor or a stockbroker. The only person who's going to hire you, Keith, is Ameriprise. It's not multi-level marketing, but it's pretty damn close. They will bring anyone in, and then they will say, go get your 10 friends and start bringing in business, and if you don't, you're going to get fired. So Ameriprise, to me, it's okay, but you should be looking higher. How much are you worth, Keith? Uh, I'd say our net worth uh, after everything is about 500 k 500 k I would pay for an independent uh, financial planner. I would not go with a big company like Ameriprise. He, he puts you in a cookie cutter. He probably didn't even get to know, like, if you have a kid who's in a wheelchair. He probably just said, okay, here's his age. Here's his checkbox, moderate aggressive. What does that even mean? What you should say, Keith, is I want to be able to fund $60,000 a year in retirement or $70,000 a year in retirement and build towards that goal. And don't put yourself in a box like moderate aggressive. That's just silly. At $500,000, you could probably afford to pay yourself $20,000 a year till the day you die. And you probably want more than that. So that's the goal I would be working with. I'd be very, very cautious of Ameriprise. What do you think about, um, I mean, in terms of if I go with someone else, what is a good management fee? Is a percent? Uh... Any, anywhere between 1% and 1.5%. 1.5%. 
That's, Depends on what you're uh, getting, if trading costs are thrown in, financial planning is thrown in, things like that. Yeah, if all trading costs are covered, then that's that's real. Yep. Uh, realistic. Absolutely. So thanks for the call, Keith. And um, I would say, not even going to answer your question on the portfolio, I'd say go with a different financial advisor. Now, Erica, you were actually nodding your head on that. Like, you know something about Ameriprise? They're just, you know, it's it's a... Um... I I know that I know people who work for them. Okay. And you you basically agree with me. I do. Okay, good. Let's go to Vincent in Sonoma. Vincent in Sonoma. Vincent, you're up. Hi, Robert, uh, Erica. Um, I have a $17,000 balance on on a credit card that's paying 17% interest, or I'm paying 17% interest. Um, I haven't been able to find a way to reduce that interest rate and as you know at 250 dollars a month in interest it's it's a killer I'm wondering if you have any ideas what did you get with that seventeen thousand dollars of credit just out of curiosity what did you spend it on oh goodness it was it was over years um you know furniture and living higher than i uh, than i probably should have okay well i want to jump in here um you've got 17k Right. Do you have any assets that you would be able to sell and have the proceeds go toward that debt to whittle it down? Um, Anything. Furniture, rugs, um, bicycle. Cable TV. Cable TV. Well, sure. I mean, and then there's reducing costs. Right. But, you know, let's just get a flat sum here. Is there anything that you can get rid of and and get some cash? Possibly, yeah. Five, six thousand dollars worth. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would make a pretty big dent in that in that balance and Mm -hmm. your interest costs would go down as well. No, you can always get the stuff back. You can always buy it again when you're in a more liquid position. So I would say the first step is identify those things that you can um, sell, get uh-huh. that debt down. Then you're in a better negotiating um, position with the credit card companies and said, look, look what I did. I got to, I got rid of this debt. Now what can you do for me? So, um, you know, start there. You have to make yourself very, very attractive to the creditors right now. They're in a, they're in a pretty decent position themselves. So, um, you know, make, your, make yourself very, very beautiful to them. Reducing the balance uh, some would put me in a better position. Absolutely. And I'm a, have you missed any payments? Are you, are, you, are you good on that? Are you making the minimums? What, what's going on right now? No, we're paying um, a little bit above the, uh, the minimum, monthly minimum. Okay. Well, you know, take it step by step. First thing, pay, pay some down. Second, you'll, you'll probably have a little bit more in your, you'll be able to pay more than the minimum and, and certainly significantly more if the balance is down. So you, again, you, you're making yourself look awesome to them. And in, the, in that case, they'll, they're much more willing to take the, the interest rate down. However, bear in mind that they are not taking those interest rates like down to one to 5%. They'll, they'll maybe take it down to 10. I got a, um, an application for a 0% card for 12 months. Is it a smart idea to transfer that balance over 0% 12 months? Yeah, in, in two circumstances. One is that you absolutely are certain that you're not going to get into greater debt. You know, you're not going to use that. If you do and you transfer it, fantastic. Close that card, the, the, the old card. Don't use it, or at least just tuck it away. Don't, don't use it and don't get into it. So make sure that you don't accumulate more balance. The second one is that you've got 12 months then, in that case, to get that debt down at 0% interest, take maximum advantage of it, and that means pay it off within that time frame. If you don't, you know, you're, you're in for more more interest. I understand. Now, Erica, and thanks for the call there, Vincent. Erica, yesterday we had the weather girl on from Cron, the weather person, excuse me, and she's the typical 27-year-old, maybe kind of like this guy, spent too much on credit cards, 
let's hypothetically say $20,000 in credit card debt. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Can you settle with credit card companies in this day and age? Because they need money, right? The banks need money. They want money, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's easy to settle. How much as... can you settle for? 60%? If you're, okay. It, it all depends on where you are right now. Okay, If you're making me. your payments on time, if you're making your payments on time, don't they know Susie that you can or- don't do Don't go it. Susie Orman on me. Hey. All right. I'll be calm and soft calm, and exactly. sweet. Okay. If your payments are being made on time, um, the chance that the creditor is going to give you a break on the balance is pretty low because they think that you've got the money. Right. It, you know, strangely enough, if you're, if you're behind, they're going to say, oh boy, that's a red flag. You know, well, we're going to try and recoup what we can, meaning that they, they may give you a settlement. Most settlements are made with a collection agency, not with the original creditor. Should you try with a creditor? You can give it a whirl. There is absolutely what's, not- what's the process? The process is that you would go to, let's just say it's Discover, and you okay. would say, you know what? I owe you $20,000, <laughs> and you've got to come up with some good reason about why you don't want to pay that $20,000, <laughs> not just because I just don't Lost feel like job. it. Lost my job. But what I do have is I got, they, they gave me a, a severance, or whatever right. it is, and you know I want to use some of it to live on, but I want to use some of it to make good on this debt, too, and, and get myself in a better position. You can say, you know what? I owe $20,000. Here's, would you accept ten and consider the balance settled? And they may say yes. They then you know at the very least you're going to negotiate, or they could say no. Should you hire a lawyer to do no. this for you? Okay, sorry. So, I mean, did no I get big... Susie Orman on you? No, no. Right. So. Um, no lawyers. Two hundred and fifty dollars now are on up. Why would you get a lawyer involved? Because they run commercials saying that they can settle your debt for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I cannot say enough against those companies. How about companies that will negotiate on your behalf and they're not attorneys? Do it on your own. Do it Come on. Your own. They're expensive. You know, you're looking at a huge amount of money, and often you're going to. This is what happens. I've seen it time and time again. You go to these companies, the creditor sees your involvement with them, and what do they do? They sue you. Interesting. Fabulous. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Makes the problem a little bit worse. It kind of does, yeah. Now, it's all, okay, let's keep on this. So if you do settle, what sort of contract should you get from the creditor or the collection agency? What, because what's to say that they just don't take the money and say, you yeah. still owe us the other half? Well, this is where the, this is where I hate the word consumer. I don't know if I ever told you how much I hate the word consumer. So the, the person who's trying to do, to do this, what they need to do is do everything that their body says not to and what their mind says not to, which is to be organized, to be get those letters written, to be really, really diligent with keeping records yeah. and send it in mail. You know, in, in the U.S. Postal Mail, have everything certified and then have it all like it, it just you don't do it over the phone. You do it via letters okay. Okay. and that's how you do it. Or you can also do it email as long as you have a, a good trackable yeah. email line of defense here. You know, I'll give you this. You'll give me this. And then that, you know, because if, if worse comes to worse, you can take it to court and you've got you've got a transcript. Ultimately, that's what I did. Coming out of college, I had $6,000 credit card debt. It ballooned to 10000 I lied to them. I told them that I was dead. That didn't work, surprisingly. Um, but ultimately, I settled. I came into some cash, and I said, I'll give you 6000 mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. And the collection agency took it. Mm-hmm. I wrote on the check something like, um, cashable only if debt is forgiven. I don't even know if that would have held up. But I yeah. did negotiate successfully because I did get it over my head, and I... I guess I took a hard line stance and I won. But with that said, I didn't really win because I don't remember anything that I bought on the $6,000 of credit cards yeah, I, yeah. other than a Bobby Brown CD. I still yeah. got the Bobby Brown. <laughs> it's my constant reminder of, of what you do wrong when you're in your college years. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get a quick phone call in David in San Mateo. David. Hey, Rob. Hey, David. Hey, Rob. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I had a question, not credit related, but uh, since you were talking about insurance, I have a variable life insurance policy that I took out uh, 
almost six six years ago. Yep. And I'm trying to decide. Uh, I'm not paying into it right now. I'm only the premiums, which right. run me about 114 a month. But they're paying for themselves because I've got. Uh, I know. I'm sure you know how these work. You got a you got a cash account, then you got sub accounts, and then you I invest know. in the sub. What's the question? Yeah. What's the question? Hello, David. What's your question? Oh, my question. Sorry. So my question is, um, would you? Surrender the policy at this point. There's a eight percent surrender charge, but yep. the premiums themselves are like 115. I would absolutely, depending on your age, I would absolutely surrender it. So variable life is again, you basically they get a term life policy, they get a life insurance policy on you, and then they also invest some of it. You don't yeah. want to confuse investing with insurance. Insurance is there for the worst case scenario, and you want um, never ever to use it per se. So I would personally surrender the variable life insurance policy. It depends on how comfortable you are taking that, that charge on it. And I would go with term and I would invest the rest. I would get term life insurance before you quit the variable life insurance to make right, sure that you're that. insurable. Thanks right. for the call. Okay. Let's squeeze in David and Hayward. David? Oh, hi, Rob. Hi. I have a question for your guest. You know, I have a daughter. She just graduated from uh, UCLA. And I wanted to ask how she can go by getting her own credit card. You know, right now she uses her debit card. Is it, first of all, necessary to get a credit card or not? Well, um, how old is she? She's 23. Oh, she's 23. Well, that's actually good news. Uh Um, She she, uh, doesn't need your permission or your financial information in order to get it because of the new legislation that came out that said anybody under the age of 21 needs to have uh, verification from their parents that if if they can't pay the credit card debt, the the parents can. It's it's kind of a wild, like, new stipulation. on. on, uh, I kind of like that. Yeah. No, I think it's good. It's just different. It's totally different. It never, you know... it's it's very interesting, but nonetheless, she's she's above that age bracket. She could you know go onto a good website, search for starter cards. Okay. Um, she is absolutely if if even somebody who doesn't have any credit record, which she's not going to have if she only has a debit card. Right. Um, you can always start. You start with a very very low credit limit, five hundred dollars. You can even get a, a a secured credit card, which she puts down a certain amount of money, and that's her credit line. Um, it's it's a start, and she needs to do it right away. Because the, the the sooner you start to establish credit, the, the greater your credit score is going to be. And then she'll it, it looks more attractive to everybody from lenders to which, which, again, and thanks for the call. This makes almost no sense what you're saying. You don't want people to get in credit card debt, but then you're saying start and get a credit card. OK, Rob, I actually really like credit cards and I like them because that's interesting you can, if you, because if you use them right, you can profit from them. And, you know, everybody who I know who uses them right loves them everybody i know who uses them wrong loathes them so which which, which camp do you want to be in do you want to be in the one that hold on wait wait <laughs> let me think love hate love, love cake. Hate. cake or death cake or death i'll I take know. cake uh, you know i i talk to people all the time who who get okay we'll talk about this later we'll talk about good what, rewards we'll talk about good credit cards yeah. right after the break 800-345-5639 if you have a credit issue bring it on she can help you 800-345-5639 her website's ericasandberg.com the best things in life are free but you can give them to the birds and bees i want Money. That's what I want. Welcome in. It's 
It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking typically all things financial. Usually I kind of skew towards the stock market and the economy and politics and the effect that politics have on the stock market and the economy. Not really the politics of who's right, who's wrong, but the effects on the money. Um, speaking with Erica Sandberg, she is a credit expert. She once worked at the Consumer Credit Counseling Services of San Francisco. You were like the PR person or something. Yeah, so, I was actually started out as a counselor. It was for 10 years I was there. So I started out as a counselor, went into the training department, and then I did PR. What's the biggest mistake you saw from you? You saw hundreds, <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of people come in. Oh, my gosh. Um, I could never if I'll narrow it down to a few here. Um, the first one is people not taking responsibility for their actions, wanting desperately, desperately to blame somebody else for what they've done. You know, and you can't get anywhere. Right. You can't get anywhere with that kind of you know attitude. You've got it. You've got to sit back and just say, OK, what have I done to, to bring me to this place? Um, the other one is, is trusting other people. Um, with their money is, you know, you just want to abdicate. And I can't tell you how many people came in and said, well, could you just pay all my bills for me? What, uh-huh. what could you do for me? You know, instead of like, what can I do? You know, you have to take control for God's sakes. You just open yourself up to all kinds yeah. of hellish behavior from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and just uh, overspending, just not paying attention. Overspending. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on, how easy it is. is am, I, it- am I right or wrong on this? The people who get into credit card debt tend to be under the age of 30. You're wrong. Really? Yeah, you're wrong. I mean, everybody gets into credit card debt. It's too easy. It's it's human. It's not age. It's 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 so tempting to if you've got the capacity. Yeah. To use it. I kind of figure everyone. It's like um, car accidents. It's the teenagers who get into a car accident too. And then once you're in your 30s and you have a wife and a kid, you you drive a little safer. Okay. Well, so you say that's not true with 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 credit. I will give you a terrific example about good. why that's not true. With okay. Credit. Good, good. And it's because of this. Because to a teenager or to somebody in their twenties, yeah, owing a thousand dollars is daunting. It's frightening. It's it's uh, horrible. I spend a thousand dollars on lunch. I bet you. I de- bet you. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but to somebody who's in their forties or fifties and they're making a good salary, thirty thousand dollars can be, eh, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So you know, it, it it it's it's actually relational to. Financial planners, we say, pay off any debt over eight percent, which is basically all credit card debt. Yes, is that in the world that you live in? Pay off any debt over eight percent, or, or not only? Yeah, don't even get into it. You know, treat credit cards as a payment tool, like you would your debit card. Yeah, don't. And that's actually a great rule of thumb, a pr- perfect rule of thumb is that your credit card just it's a short term loan, thirty days max. That's it. That's it. That's the end of the story. I, I, I agree. Now, unless, we, and I have a okay. caveat, unless right. you want to buy something that's kind of expensive and you want to chop it up into four or five easy pieces, then that's the end of the story. Now you're sounding like a QVC person. Hey, you, I, I, I love QVC. Do you like QVC? <gasps> oh my gosh. I, I'm addicted to the hosts. That makes you an old person. Thanks. Only old Thanks, people Rob. sit down and watch QVC. I, I, you think I, you, I, I totally disagree with you. Do you think that you have a personal relationship with a QVC person? I think that the way they can sell is so remarkable. They actually they remind me of like old school preachers. I love it. I love it. They they can they can they can sell cardboard to a box. I once went on a date and uh the girl lived with her mother uh-huh. and she, uh, we're getting ready to go in her house and she goes, "I got a confession. My mom likes QVC and she she talks to the people as if they're family." <laughs> so Anyway, that's where I was going with that. Yeah, okay, yeah. give me a couple examples where credit cards are good. You, you said you mm-hmm. like credit cards. People who love them, love them. Uh-huh. People who hate them, hate them. Why do you yeah. love them? I love them because um, if you use them appropriately, you, you, you spend and, and you pay off, you get points if you have a rewards card. And what could be better than that? Because every, you're, just, you're, just, you're just going about your daily life, doing what you need to do, paying off whatever it is that you bought. And what do you get in return? You get the ability to fly for free. Get cash back, buy stuff. 
to give to gifts for Christmas or whatever. You know, how can you argue with that? I'm with you. Now, what do you yeah. do for how do you make your money in, in the credit world? Me? Oh, yeah. I, I actually have a, a advice column. On uh, creditcards.com. Creditcards.com. So please visit me on there, too, because I, I take your questions. Do Yes. Oh, very uh, much so. Yeah. I and I do. I'm a feature reporter, so I've got all sorts of interesting stories going on. I'm doing the John and Kate fiasco. Give me. Let's talk a little John and Kate. What's uh, what's their... Do they got credit cards? Well, no. It's not even a credit card issue. It's, what it is is the financial mess issue. Um, yeah. Everything from, you know, hiding, hiding assets from each other, merging funds when they probably shouldn't have... Um, you know, uh, blowing through a tremendous amount of cash because they think that the paycheck is just never going to end. And that's what people do. You know, you've got this kind of nouveau riche situation, MC Hammer, anybody. And, you know, they think that it's just never going to stop. And guess what? It stops. You know, it's interesting. um, NFL players, what percentage go bankrupt, do you think? I don't know. 80% of NFL NFL players go bankrupt three years after they're done playing. I have to do a story on this. It's a stunning number. Yeah, it is. I could send you the the, the report that I got on that. (laughs) And again, that makes sense because they're nouveau rich and they're getting the mansion and they got, you know, uh, entourage. Yes. So entourages are expensive. I have to pay for my entourage. You know, they are fortunate. Do you have an entourage? I've got the paparazzi outside. Do you? Yeah. That's pretty nice. See, (laughs) They're on retainer. I'm too cheap. So I have no entourage. With that said, let's take a little bit of a break here. But when we come back, what do you want to talk about? Give us some topics. Oh, gosh. How about, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll open it up. Okay, we'll open it up. Yeah. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's the Rob Black Show. Don't be shy with your questions. You can throw them on the live blog at talk910.com, talk910.com. Email me, rob at robblack.com, and or call the show 800-345-5639. Electro Fox goes, I dig her. She's got a slight lisp. It's cute. Do you have a slight lisp? I, I never thought I had a lisp. Furthermore, but... she lisps when she gets excited, but when she was giving the info about her firm, no lisp. But when Rob draws her in with his world-famous animal magnetism, she gets teeny bopper lisp. It's kind of cute. I know. It's because it's, I'm in the presence of, of greatness. That's very kind of you to say. You know that I want um, affirmation. Yeah, yeah, I I've got big daddy issues. Yeah. So I look for affirmation. <laughs> I was going to say something I was going to regret. What were you going to say? Nothing. Please. No. You can it's offend me. There. It's okay. <laughs> Moving on. You remember when you came out with your book? Yeah. You put credits to everyone but me, and it offended me. I told you that, right? Because you always wanted to distance yourself from... Oh, and, and now you give me this look right now. Like, distance How myself can... from what? Yeah, <laughs> I endorse you. I endorse one mm. person in the world of credit, and it's you. Yeah. I don't ever want to distance myself from you. All right. So, All right. okay. Right. Let's go to Craig in San Pablo. Craig. Hi. Hi. Um, I have a FICO score of 803. <laughs> my question, though, has to do with um, not getting my credit card statements in the mail. Is that a valid defense? What happened is um, two different cards. I didn't get my statements last month, and, and I, I wait till I get the statement as a trigger to, to pay my balance in full, which I do every month. So this month, they both came in, and they both hit me with over $40 in late fees and finance charges. And I called them up and said, hey, 
the reason I didn't pay last month is I didn't get the statement last month. Mm -hmm. Now, I realize I should be maybe more attuned to the passage of time and be proactive, but I wasn't. And I don't think I should be forced to pay if I never got the darn statement in the mail. What do you think? I think that (laughs) I think you have a pretty good case. And the the fact is, is that you have to, we all, as as anybody who uses credit cards, we have to be 100% on top of it. It's our responsibility to make sure that the payment goes out, whether that statement comes to us or not. In fact, we have to alert them and say, hey, guess what? Knock, knock, knock. I didn't get my statement. Uh However, because it sounds like you're a really good credit card customer, I would get on the phone right away and say, look. I made a mistake. I should have called you. However, I didn't get my statement. I think we're kind of both culpable here. I I really want that. I really want you to drop that fee for me because I'm a good credit card customer and to keep reminding them of that. And now it's their prerogative. They, if they, oh, you're not going to sing, are you, Rob? No. My prerogative. (laughs) Bobby Brown. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, But it's, you know, they can either deny or or accept that, that, however, give it a whirl. I would be really strong about that and say, Give me a break here. Okay, I'll try that. Thanks. I have a tip for Rob. If you could learn to speak a little faster, you might get more information out every show. Craig. <laughs> yes, sir. You know what I think about idea people? Uh, that was a joke, Rob. That was only a joke. I don't like idea people. Never mind. Thanks never, a lot. Craig, never call again. Oh, <laughs> You can call me, Craig. He's banned from the show. So, Erica, Erica, Erica. Now, let's talk credit issues. Yes. Um. He instantly threw out that he had a credit score of 803. Yes. A lot of people are super worried about their credit score. I could care less. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really saying I could care less, but I, I see people short selling homes, foreclosing their homes, and they're like, but it's going to hurt my credit score. Oh, my gosh. People live and die by their credit score. And it's so funny because what do you need it for? You need it for certain things. It does not rate you as a human being. I, you know, I, I tell you, people are putting on like match.com when they're dating, you know, I'm six foot two, I'm an attorney and I have a credit score of 830. Um, you know, come on. It, it's, it, it's necessary, but it's right. something that you don't have to focus on so much unless it's not necessary. And look, a credit score is, is actually, it's sort of irrelevant in a lot of even financial areas. You know, I just talked to a guy who's the CEO of a firm, big firm. He said his credit score is 840. He said his also his credit line was slashed by half. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Now, it is important to have a good credit score, mm-hmm. but I think people dwell on it too much. Absolutely. How can you have Obsessed. a good credit score without dwelling on it? Oh, what just, are some things to do? Do all the right things. I mean, the right things are the fir- the most important category of a credit score is and always will be your payment history. Okay. You got to pay on time. I mean, every credit, you have to think like a lender. What does a lender want to see? They want to see on-time payments. What's the next thing they want to see is capacity. So you having a, a low a low um, debt, you know, capacity. low to, to nil. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they want to make sure you can't get into trouble. Yeah. They want to make sure that if they're going to give you a loan yeah. of $400,000 because you're buying a house. I wouldn't buy a $400,000 house. Whatever. You got to think, <laughs> you got to think bigger in my world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, you know, that they're, they're, they're going to want to see that you, your, your income is not already, uh, uh, promised right. to other debt. So you got to pay those, those, then those are the two biggies, payment history and debt. Okay. Get those down and you'll be fine. Then that's why I talked to the other caller about getting this, this girl's yeah. credit, you know, history going yeah you gotta have that it's 15 percent of your score but san franciscans we're nutty i know people who are 50 that have never had a credit card Mm -hmm. never they bought cars with cash like it's i know people with no credit history it's weird and you can do it and i'm all for it if it works for you i don't drive i don't have a car you know people think that that's bananas whatever works for you it works for me i like the bus and i like my feet 
So, you know, if you don't like credit cards, don't get one. And let me say this. You're a good-looking woman, so I think not having a car. I gain weight because I have a car because I eat in the car. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, no, me totally. and my iPod, come on. You know, me and Bill Maher. You like Bill Maher? Love Bill Maher. Not on this station, you don't. <gasps> What's that supposed we, to be? We kind of lean to the right. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's oh. a conservative station. I'm in the middle. Okay. Yeah, so. Usually. And I, I put my arms in both. Okay, left let, and right. Okay, let's talk about credit. Credit repair. Uh-huh. So we know what you do to maintain good credit and get a good credit score. Mm-hmm. What's the fastest way to repair bad credit? Um, well, it depends on how what what the badness is. Um, you know, if if you have horrible credit because you've got collection accounts, yeah. you got to deal with those collection accounts. And it's so tempting to to let them go because they're scary to deal with. But you know, you've got to contact them and and either let them. Okay, two things: either pay them off or let them drop off your credit report and then they no one will see them um but that in itself that will repair a credit report pretty fast is by dealing with collection accounts okay yeah so what else do we need to know about the world of credit um don't have too much you know a lot of people have way too many cards and my my challenge to everybody out there think about this envision what's in your wallet right now can you list all the credit cards that you have in your wallet can you rob yeah oh good okay so you're 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 better than most because a lot of people have eight to a, ten to twelve credit accounts. You lose your wallet, you've got to contact the creditors. You don't know who's there. Oh, he's taking them out. Yeah, I'm seeing if I do. The only thing I was going to say: Bank of America debit, American Express, uh-huh. and one credit card. Oh, Sears credit card. I didn't. I forgot about ah, this one. Ah, so if your wallet was stolen, somebody went to Sears and you know bought tires for themselves and all their friends. You know, you would, you know, you you may not recognize that um, right away until it's too late. I got my uh, Las Vegas comp card, which that's not going to get people very far. You know what I like doing? Mm. Um, I like using my Sears card uh-huh. and trying to use it at bars. Like, you know, I, I go to a bar on occasion. Yeah. Use I'll, your I'll, Safeway card. <laughs> Safeway card. Same thing. You get the joke. I say, do you take the Safeway card? And they look at me like, no, we don't take the Safeway Library card. Library cards were cool, I'm too. like, last year you took the Safeway card. Yeah. So anyway. So, okay, yeah. So that's a really big one is that don't carry so much. Don't have so much. You probably don't need it. You know, honestly, think about the credit line that you really need. Do you yeah. really need to spend to, to charge more than $1,500? Me, no. You know? No. So No, come on. This is for your daily life. Think about it, you know, with, with your grocery shopping and whatnot. You get the points from the use. You pay it off as your paycheck comes in. What point cards do you like? Oh, I love, well, you, you pulled out an American Express. American yeah. Express is the pr- premier, I have a hard time saying that, premier um, uh, rewards system. They they introduced rewards. They okay. introduced mileage. And so they've got many, many different products out there. Look on the websites. Go on to creditcards.com and see what they have. It's 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 amazing what you, how you can tailor it to your needs. And like credit card points, the the air mileage mm-hmm. one. Never use, and here's a financial tip, never use the, the free air miles for a trip from here to L.A. Use it from here mm-hmm. to Europe. Use mm-hmm. it on the bigger flights. Absolutely, yeah. You get you get far more for your points. More bang for your buck, yeah, so to speak. Bang for your buck. So you like point cards, huh? I do. I love them. Do you like cash back cards? Because some people like the cash bar- back cards. Not for so, you. You know, it's funny. Men tend to gravitate toward the cash back cards. Okay. And women tend to gravitate toward the goodies. And that was, it was a study that was done about a year and a half ago. It was going to be interesting. Yeah. There was a study that came out yesterday that talked about when women get stressed, they don't buy chocolate, they buy cars. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I'll send that to you because yeah. I think to me that was an interesting one is yeah. that when they get that midlife crisis, they, it, it's a car that makes them feel comfortable again. Uh-huh. So. Well, you know, going back to your other question, though, about what people do wrong. Yeah. Don't use credit as a crutch. 
you know, it, just just think every time you pull out that credit card, say, is it is it something I need? Is it something I have to have, but I don't have the cash for it? You know, it's it's just think of it as can I pay this off in 30 days? It's a great way to, to really watch your budget, too. Oh, I love it. So and big consumer items. See, I'm not getting excited again. Big consumer items. You're buying a couch. You know, it comes with three legs versus two legs. You've got it's on your credit card and you can dispute that. With, with a credit card company if the manufacturer or the, the store doesn't Dis- honor it. Disputing with credit cards actually work? It does. Really? It does, yeah. Okay, I've never, I never actually mm-hmm. had to do it, so I didn't know mm-hmm. if it was actually one of those myths or not. Yeah. Anyway, we've got more Erica Sandberg. You can find her online at ericasandberg.com. Sandberg is S-A-N-D-B-E-R-G, and Erica is the common spelling of Erica with a C, not with a K. Yeah. It's ericasandberg.com. You also write for creditcards.com, creditcards.com. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting that... A credit card website has a credit counselor writing for him. But I'm not a credit counselor. You're not a credit counselor. Third party. I'm I'm neutral. I know. I'm Sweden? No, uh, Switzerland. Okay, Switzerland. Maybe Switzerland. Um, In that fight, hmm, I want to be the Polish. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Erica Sandberg keeps shocking me. You're a columnist for the SF Gate? Oh, a, a, well, a blogger. I'm on the, the, the City Bright section. So it's, boy, I tell you, you open yourself up to some, some interesting comments on that. Do you? Oh, my gosh. So, I don't know. I, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I live in a sheltered world. Oh, well, you know, you can write something really, um, you would think, fairly innocent, like, you know, how to keep, how, and I talk about this a lot in my, in my professional life, which is, if you're in debt and you've got, you have financial problems, how to how to keep you know how to keep the keep it going you know and not you know take out the the you know, knife and start chopping up your wrist you know you have to be positive and so I wrote a piece about that and boy I tell you people didn't like that at all there's a lot of people who want to be negative let me tell you really oh gosh it's 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 so I did a show on a hundred things I hate so I suppose you're right yeah so one of the things that I hated was the uh, Sex and the City the girls from Sex and the City yeah because to me I thought they sent out a wrong image of like. You have to buy fabulous clothes yeah. to be fabulous. Yeah. It's extremely shallow. I mean, they've been accused of that from day one. I like you, Erica. I like you, Rob. So we she's, like you. She's too. just saying that. She'll yeah. get on Facebook later today and throw me under the bus. Let's go to Gary. Gary, you're in Williams? Wow, it's the first time I've been on the radio. Nice talking with you. Hey, I've got a question. You mentioned about paying off debt, anything over 8%. I've got a rental house that's a 7.5% loan. Should I pay that off? It's got Not the- really, because the... A, if you pay it off, you're going to lose 3% per year because that's what the rate of inflation is going to eat away at your dollar-based investment. In fact, you're probably losing more because the dollar is so weak right now. I would keep the cash on your side of the balance sheet. The 7.5% is uh, you could depreciate your rental home. Um, you could write off some interest costs. In no way, shape, or form would I, I pay off a 7.5% mortgage. I would look to refinance it, though, Gary, um, at a lower rate. Right, yeah. I know rates are down around 5 so that's that's the other thought. It's a glorious right, time. Well, I appreciate the help. Thank okay, you. Sure. Now, let's talk about some of the credit basics, Erica. Mm. You keep hearing about errors on credit cards. Mm. So how how do you fix those? Because, like, you got to contact all three bureaus. Who are the three bureaus? And don't they only take stuff and you have to mail them stuff? And who, who uses stamps anymore? Yeah. Why don't they take email correspondence? It's a pain in the neck. Um, yeah, it's TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. And they're three private companies. They're totally separate from each other. And you have to deal with them as individuals. And it's a huge amount of work. If you've got something on your credit report, which a lot 
a lot there are a lot of people do you know that, that's wrong it's you are going to be in for a pretty serious time you know dedicating it to to clearing that up and there's nothing i can do about that outside of saying take a couple days off work and start a letter writing campaign <laughs> because they don't do email they don't yeah and they don't even do telephone calls and it is the worst. I, I wish they would change their ways. And like, you know, you look at your doctor. Your doctor doesn't accept email generally either. You know, you have to get in there. You, it's it's miserable, but it's the way it is right now. Right. And so, but but nonetheless, um, can you can you correct errors? Yes. But make sure that you provide documentation. It's so much easier for them to say, oh, my goodness, she paid off this account because we have, we, you know, it's, it's, it's showing as, as a, um, a paid account, uh, as a non-paid account. But she's proof. Here's proof that she's paid it. Done. She- Okay, should mom and dads ever co-sign a credit card? Oh, Rob. Yes. You're, you have a little boy, right? Yeah. When he grows up and he's turned 16 years old yeah. and he wants to establish, no. no. You know this. Yeah. Okay. I mean, don't merge your accounts. I can't stand it. It's too much, too much hassle. But too you much love pain. your kid and you want to do best for him. And yeah. You, but don't do it. No, I would never. I How about would never. for a girlfriend? about for someone you just met <laughs> um <laughs> i get it no yeah who doesn't you i know, wanted to get I, a lot of people don't but. i wanted to seduce a woman and she got into a car accident i co-signed a car loan with her mm-hmm. um 20 years ago it was the dumbest thing i ever did mm-hmm. but it worked out okay yeah and it can it and can it, it's just that you're 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 opening yourself up to problems yeah and the other person is opening themselves up to your problems so if you're the primary account holder and payer and you fail to pay, then their credit is messed up. Fabulous. Then you just then you just ruin more than a credit report. You, you ruin a relationship. How about in a ruined relationship? Marriages that go bad. Yeah. What's the first thing you do? Uh, you you close those joint accounts. Close joint accounts. You, you got to close them because but, while you're yeah, while you're in that period of, of trying to work. But women will up. feel vulnerable. If, if the guy says I'm closing the account on you, she's going to say, no, you're not. And then the attorneys are going to get involved and they're going to negotiate a closed account or versus open an account. Mm-hmm. How do you, can you freeze credit? Can you the, call the credit companies and say, my wife's crazy. She might go put yes. $10,000 on. Don't use it. Don't approve. Yes. There's a couple things that you can do. First of all, I need to tell you that you cannot close a co-signed account if there is a balance on it. Can't close. Okay. Isn't that terrible? You can't. But what you can do is you can notify the credit card companies and saying, I am going through a separation or divorce right. and I am not going to be using this card. I want you to, I, I, I need to alert you to this and take the next step and alert the credit bureaus saying a separation divorce is, is happening. Yeah. I don't want anything bad. You know, and it's really, it's being very proactive about it because, boy, you can get really, really, really. Can, can you tell the credit card companies that um, I'm getting a divorce from my crazy part Indian alcoholic mental <laughs> institutional uh, spouse? You can say whatever you want, you know, then they could laugh. <laughs> I want to, I do want to say, though, if they're an authorized user, you can give them the boot any day. So it's really different. Credit, credit, uh, co-signed accounts versus authorized users. What else do we need to know about credit? We've got about three or four minutes left. Um, you know, if you feel uncomfortable using it, no one is forcing you to use it. Don't feel manipulated into getting it. If you, if you That's don't the strangest to, thing you've said to me. Is it? Yeah, people feel uncomfortable using credit. Yeah, it, it, you don't have to enter the system. You don't okay. have to do it. You can you can live apart from it. It's your choice. Let's get to a phone call. Will, what you got for us, Will? I got a card for zero APR or offer on a card and uh, gives a full 1% cash back, no annual fee, unlimited card cash back with no expiration. Is this a good deal? 
Yeah, yeah, who's it with? Wells Fargo. Yeah, it's a very good deal, but I would be cautious about how long that 0% interest lasts because it's usually it's it's pretty short time frame. Uh, and then and then look at what the what the next stage of interest is, which is usually much much higher than the average 12 months. It lasts 12 months. Okay, and then after that? Uh what the rate goes up mm-hmm. to? To what? Uh something like 23 or 23. Ah! And if you miss Forget a payment? Yeah, if you miss a payment, then you get that 23% interest on the balance yeah, and you can't miss, go back. I don't miss payments. Oh, well, there you go. But, no, that's a pretty high APR after after that introductory period. Okay. So I would, you know, my, my, my gut reaction, look, if you pay off your debt, all, you know, every month anyway, then it doesn't really matter what kind of interest they offer you because you're not going to get any interest charges anyway. Okay. So, Thanks. I like the no annual fee, though. How about Congress? They recently passed some credit card bills. And what I loved about that, I think it was Wells Fargo who... Started raising rates yeah. 3% across the board for yeah. most of their users because down the road, they're not going to be able to raise it that fast and that much of a knee-jerk reaction. What, what do you think about Congress's issue and what do you think about the response by the credit card industry? Um, you know, I think that we all have to work within these guidelines and there's nothing that we can do about it. Congress is doing what they're doing. These new, legisl- these new laws are in effect. They're going into effect as we speak. And um, they affect all of us who have credit cards. Our rates go up, not to mention our our credit limit goes down, and we have to work within that. And I love the idea, Rob, of working within something and making it good for you, because you can. You could make this work for you. You can always. Okay. So do you think Congress should be involved? um, To a a certain extent, yeah. You know, I mean, because I'm not a libertarian. You know, and a libertarian would say, listen, hey, let business just Go on on its own business, you know, on its own, and and it'll all work out in the end. Well, it doesn't often work out in the end. It 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 benefits it benefits a very very small minority. I think what's interesting to me, it's the most intriguing thing about people on credit, is that they don't realize it's a it's a loan, and it's a short term loan based on a day to day situation, and not based on I've been a great credit card user my whole life, and now they're suddenly charging me more. Times are different. Mm-hmm. This isn't the 1990s where everyone's making money and investing in dot-coms and wealth is being generated in the houses. It's the opposite. So credit card companies are going to be defensive. And I, I, I don't hate credit card companies. No. I, I don't demonize them. I think they're in a business, and I think they do what you would do in a business. That's right. So, okay. Yes. So you can find Erica Sandberg at ericasandberg.com, ericasandberg.com. Her hours with me always fly by, and I really never know what I'm going to get. If I'm going to get loving Erica, <laughs> cranky Erica. <laughs> <laughs> saucy Erica. Saucy Erica. <laughs> Last time, people thought we should get a room. Like, I know, I know. So, I know. This time, I think that they probably think you hate me. No, there's no hate. <laughs> <laughs> you can find her at creditcards.com, creditcards.com, sfgate.com. You can find her at her own website, ericasandberg.com. You have a book out there for families. Yes. Families and yes. money. You can find that at amazon.com. And, yeah, and definitely go on my on my uh, my um, creditcards.com site. Will do. All right. There it is. Eric Sandberg, that's all we got for today. Talk to you, everyone, tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.